Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome to the Mia's Mentorship Podcast. Yes, I'm doing two podcast episodes in one week. This never happens. I think I want to actually start posting once a week now, because I've been doing this podcast since January, and it's about to be June, and I've only done 11 episodes. So I want to start doing, which I've been doing every other week, so I want to start doing it every week. Um, yeah, just because I feel like I really don't have that many, and it's already been like five months, so yeah, might start doing that, no promises though. So anyways, getting on with the episode. Today, we're going to talk about how there is no one-size-fits-all approach to health and wellness, so let's get to it. So this is probably going to be a quick episode. You already know how long it is. I don't because you can see how long it is on your phone, but I'm recording it live. So I'm assuming it'll be a pretty short episode. I just want to talk about this because it's kind of a a big deal. So I just wanted to briefly discuss it with y'all. So first things first, it's important to acknowledge that everyone's different. We're all unique. We all have different needs, different wants. All of our bodies are different. We've all been through different things. And some of us have limitations when it comes to physical or nutritional, you know, areas. So I just want to acknowledge that first and foremost. And so the approach that we take to care for our physical, mental, and our emotional health, this will vary depending on your lifestyle, your genetics, your personal preferences. So... For example, for some people, sticking to a strict exercise plan and a really strict diet plan, that's the best way for them to achieve their goals. I guess the structure is why, but for others, something more flexible may work better. I feel like that's for people who especially have a lot on their plate. You know, they're in school or they have work, they got kids, a job. Um, I said work, but anyways, um... That might be better for them. and Or maybe just the stress of having something strict pushes them to not do it because they just procrastinate. So it's important to remember that there's just, there is no one size fits all. Okay? Now, to create a health and wellness routine that does truly work for you, it's important to listen to your body's needs. Your body has a way of communicating with you, whether it's through aches and pains feelings of fatigue, hunger pangs, um, pay attention to these signals and actually be mindful of them and make adjustments accordingly to your routine in all areas. If your body is hurting, there's a reason for that. And it could just be soreness, you know, but you know what I mean? Like when it's consistent, you don't know really what it's from. Pay attention. What were you eating? You know, if you're bloated, for example, what made you bloated? There are a lot of factors. You have to have to, you also have to remember your hormones if you're a woman, you know. There are just certain times of the month where you're going to be more bloated. Um, so, yeah, take these into consideration. I also want to talk about how, well, well self-care, I mean, there's so many different definitions of self-care. 
taking care of yourself, right? That's important, obviously. But I cannot stress this enough that it's so important for you to find balance because some people, they just prioritize self-care above all else. Like, oh, I can't do anything past 6 p.m. because I need to take a bath. I need to do this and read and and paint and like no no one can disturb me okay um that is one sense I guess while others they just never give themselves a chance to rest and recharge like they they're just always on the go they're like they feel they feel bad for taking a break like to them relaxation is just laziness, I guess. Um, and so it's important to make sure that you're balancing those things, you know? Don't take it as, oh, if I, if I don't take a break, then I'm just, like, don't beat yourself up over taking a break. But at the same time, if you're good to do more work, don't stop because you feel like you have... Like, don't schedule self-care. If you schedule self-care, that pretty much defeats the purpose, you know? Because then it's, it's something else you have to check off your list. Then you're not really enjoying it. You're just doing it because you feel like you have to. That's that's the opposite of what it's supposed to be. Do it when your body needs it. You know, take a break when your body needs it. Okay? Um, and don't push yourself to, like, the very, very, you know... <laughs> darkest limit either, um, or deepest limit either, so, um, yeah, so, and again, self-care, like, people have the wrong idea, like, self-care doesn't mean you have to go get a massage, and you have to get your nails done, or you have to, I don't know, take, like, an extra day off work to just do nothing, or you have to watch TV or watch a movie, like, no, self-care is just taking care of your body and mind, through exercise, through healthy eating, through stress management. You know, it's not just indulging in spa treatments and other forms of self-care. Um, I also want to talk about how stress can have a significant impact on our health. So it's necessary to find effective ways to manage it. Again, everyone's different in how they relieve stress. For some people, like for me, just meditating on God's word, just praying having, like, a, a Bible study, reading my Bible, talking to my friends, um, spending time out of the house, you know, going for a walk on the beach. Those are just, you know, I love doing those things. You can also do yoga, running. I really like swimming, too. It can get kind of boring now, you know, but, um, it's different for everyone. So, hobbies, I guess. Ho not only hobbies, like, for example, meditating on the God's Word. That's not a hobby. That's just something that, I mean, I, I do it daily, and um, it relieves, it doesn't relieve stress, it prevents stress for me. So, yeah. Another thing is social connection. Like I said, how I like to talk to friends and stuff. Social connection is a really important thing with your health. Just spending time with your family, with your friends, just, it's a great way to start building connections. You know, I feel like we've really lost touch with social, social connections now. Like, we're more social than ever, 
in the sense of, you know, we, we have social media. You talk to probably multiple people a day by texting them or sending them videos or photos on Snapchat or whatever by sharing things on Facebook. Like, we're more social than ever, but we're also least social. Like, no or not no one. A lot of people, especially younger people, and people my age and younger, they have no social skills. Like, when you get to someone's house, instead of knocking on the door or ringing the doorbell, like, they think that's weird. To the point where you have to text whoever's house you're at and be like, Hey, I'm here. Can you come open the door? You know? Or it's like you can't just walk in someone's house anymore. Like, when I was a kid, I would just, like, go and walk in my friend's house. Like, that was okay. But now it's like, no, you gotta text them. Like, hey, I'm here. And you can't get out of the car until they respond. Like, that's how it is nowadays, you know? Or if you're, like, sitting in a coffee shop, you can't just go up and talk to someone anymore. It's just, I don't know. People are, I don't want to say shy. They just, we're not as social, you know? Or when you do go somewhere, you have to be on your phone. If you're in a waiting room, what's the first thing you do? Go on your phone. You can't just, like read or just look around or talk to someone next to you I mean you can do productive things on your phone like since I um, obviously I work online so I can do productive things for my phone like make content and and whatnot but um the first thing you usually do or most people usually do is just go on social media just to let the time pass that's another thing is we're not even really present anymore you know when you're doing something you're like, let's say you're doing something, but you're just on your phone while you're doing something else. So you're not really present. You're not being mindful. So social connection. That's a big thing. And unplug from your phone when you're around people. Oh, that is one of my biggest pet peeves. If I'm out to eat with someone, they're just on their phone. I'm like, what are, like, we're, we're out to eat. Like, we are meeting here to socialize, to talk, and you're just on your phone. Like, okay. If you're showing me, excuse me, if you're showing me a photo or something, that's one thing. Would it just be, like, scrolling on your phone, you know? Like, that's just, it's rude. It's rude. Or if you're somewhere where someone's speaking, like, church or a conference or whatever, you're just on your phone. Like, that, that's just, you know, decency to not do that. Like, that's just, it's rude. So, anyways, I sound like... You know, I don't know, an older person, but because you don't hear this a lot from people who are my age, but I mean, it's true. So, and I mean, even like there are like my mom, she's like 55 and people her age do and sometimes like she'll do it. And I'm not saying I never do this. Like there are times where I am on my phone when I could be doing something better. Um, definitely. I do that too. I'm just saying like as a whole, like we all need to just learn how to unplug our, our phones, like only use your phone when you need to use it, you know, don't just use it to pass by time and distract yourself from other things. Um, so, anyways, kind of went on a tangent there, but back to the social connection thing. You can join a social group or a club or something that aligns with your interests and hobbies. Like, I am in multiple life groups or Bible study groups. Um, volunteering in your community, this can help you feel more connected to the people around you, and it makes you... Like, well, one, you actually are, you know, making a positive impact on the world, but it makes you feel better about yourself, um, which can encourage you to do bigger and better things in general. Um, another thing to do is 
on the self on the self care thing is to take time out of your week to engage in hobbies. And I know I said like don't you don't have to like schedule it or anything because then it's just like another chore. And some people really they don't even have time once we to do that because with kids and work and everything I get it I get it. I well I don't personally get it because I've never had to do that but I understand that's not possible for everyone. Um, so if you can just like ten minutes before bed read a book instead of being on your phone or something. Go for a walk with your kids. Um, just, you know, 10-minute walk. Something that they can do. Doing crafts with your kids. Uh, if you do have more time, you can take up a new hobby. Just make sure to do activities that let your mind rest, basically. Whatever that is, do that. Whatever you enjoy. So by making this time, you're prioritizing relaxation, but you can also maintain a healthy work-life balance, you know? Because there, are, it's also, you know, one thing... You're 20 years old, next thing you know, you're 45, and you're like, what happened in my life? Like, I've done nothing. Like, I, or I, I could have done so much more, you know? So make sure that you're doing things. And that's when you're just in a schedule, you're in a routine. That's what that happens, is you, you wake up at this time, you go to work, you get off on the weekend, you do the same thing, you go shopping, you, you go out to get drinks, okay, you do it again, again, and again. Yeah, you go on vacation, maybe two weeks out of the year, but it's like, you gotta switch it up, do new things. So that's, I, I feel like that's what happens. I could be wrong, because I'm, I'm not that old. That's just what I've heard and read from others, and, um... So, yeah, I'm trying my best to prevent that happening from me. And I mean, time still goes by fast, but don't just, don't be like, what did I, like, I wish I could have done more, you know, or where did my 30s or 20s go, or 40s. Um, so, yeah, and to close, I'm going to plug in myself. If you're struggling to find a health routine that works for you, then my Elevate 180 coaching program, it offers one-on-one -on -one personalized sessions to help you create a plan that suits your unique needs. Um, so contact me on uh, my website, meismentorship.com. You can find my socials, my email, my phone number, all that. You can learn more about what Elevate 180 is. You can book a call with me. So um, yeah, I hope to hear from you soon and have a blessed day.